With the help of Hashem, we are learning today's Pedic Rambam, the seventh chapter of Filcha Shoifer, Vesuka Velulav. Rambam writes in Halacha Chav that Halacha Lamoisha Messinai, that we have a Halacha Lamoisha Messinai, which means that we have an obligation that is biblical, but it's not even alluded to in the scripture. It's passed down to us through Moshe Messinai that Shemeviyam Bamigdosh Arava Acheretz. That in the base of Migdash, a Arava was taken, but not the Arava from the Lulav. And as the Ramam goes on to explain how that Arava was leaned on the side of the Mizbeach, etc., etc. So the Rebbe in Lekutei Sichus, Chelik Chavtes, page 222, is explaining why is it, especially Lashita Sarambam, that the Arava that was taken in the base of Migdash is not even connected to one of the four species in the lulav, but it's a separate standalone arava that was taken, and a mitzvah was performed with it. What's the unique advantage and characteristic of the arava? And the Rebbe explains two beautiful nekudas in which we see an advantage from the arava over all else. So Bechlal, when it comes to the four species, the Rebbe quotes from the Friedrich Rebbe, that they all demonstrate, all of them, how really all of the Yidin are the same in their observance of the mitzvahs. I mean, the Esrik represents the Yid that has both Torah and mitzvahs. Even the Lulav that is primarily representing the Yid that has Torah as his or her Iker, but the Mishnah says that Talmud is Mevilidei Maisa. In other words, the way the Rebbe reads it, that a person who learns eventually, and hopefully sooner than later, they're going to bring it down into action. So the Lulav also represents a Yid that eventually will have Torah and Mitzvahs. The Hadas that represents Maisim Toivim, well, that also, that also means that this Jew is learning Torah, because how would you know what to do if you would not learn to know what to do? What is the Arava? So the Reb explains in the Sikha that the Arava is not the Yid that doesn't yet have Torah and Mitzvahs. No, the Arava is representing a Yid that is doing the Mitzvahs like everyone else. But he's not doing it because of his koyach haseichel. He's not doing it because he feels, because of his midois. The arava represents a yid that is doing everything. Why? Because of their koyach, of their emuna pshuta. And as the Baal Shem Tov tells us that the simplicity, the pshitus of what we call simple people, touches deeply and, is, and, and, and it is connected and it expresses the pshitus of the essence of God. In other words, the Arava represents the highest level of a Yid. Furthermore, the Rebbe explains that when we have the concept of Achdus being expressed in all of the four species, there is here also a uniqueness regarding the Arava way beyond the other three. So as we know from Chazal, that an Esrik develops on the tree throughout all of the four seasons. So in other words, it brings together four Achdus, the, the, the Hadas, the Hadas is a special branch that three leaves come out from the same point. It's Ma'achet three. The Lulav, the Lulav, every branch, every leaf of the Lulav is really a double leaf. So it's two becoming one. What's the concept of an Arava? What's the Achdus, as Chazal tell us regarding the Arava? That it grows in harmony with all of its fellow Aravas. In other words, the achdus of the arava isn't only an achdus within itself, but this is the only one of the four that has achdus with the other as it has with itself. 
And therefore, here we appreciate why the halacha l'moishim isinai, that this unique standalone mitzvah, like that Amam writes, it's not even one of these four, is the mitzvah of the arava representing a pashat and representing the ultimate of achdus, which is having achdus with our fellow yid.